Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. We'll give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you. I'm Terilyn Griffin. I'm Caitlin Gabriel. And I'm Felicia Allen. Let's find the magic together. Hey everybody, this is Tara Lynn, and today I'm going to be exploring the idea of what to do when we are faced with waves, metaphorical waves in our life. And this lesson, I have the ocean to thank. Um, I had a really, really beautiful experience with the ocean, and I'm going to talk a little bit to you guys about what my process is that I've really deepened lately. It's kind of like taking meditation and deepening it. And you might find the practice helpful or you might just find the lesson that I learned from the practice uh, interesting. And however you receive it, it's great. But I have, I don't know, I would say, I used to do this a lot as a kid, but um, lately, maybe over the past year or two I've started if I'm meditating out in nature I have found that there's lots and lots of lessons out there um so if I what I do is I'll meditate and then at the end of the meditation or you know wherever it feels right I'll kind of like expand my awareness so it's it feels kind of like I'm taking my feeling of being present so you know how when you're meditating for example with a mantra how your mind will wander and you just come back to that mantra so it's kind of like you're bringing your attention just back to that word and then your attention might go somewhere else and then you just come back to it it's kind of this gentle bringing your attention back well this experience that I'm talking about is where you actually it's almost like you put your feelers out it's like you're kind of reaching out uh, with your energy for me oftentimes it's with my eyes open and I'll look at something this actually practice I learned about <laughs> this is fun uh, I actually learned about it back in college in a class I took called the art of emotional well-being and we practiced just staring we'd actually just stare at one thing it could be anything you could stare at a grain of sand or a brick wall <laughs> or a beautiful scenery or a pencil and you had to stare at it for, I don't remember how long it was, maybe 30 minutes. And it's amazing what happens when you just put your attention on one thing. So this is kind of like taking that concept combined with uh, the concept of just expanding your attention in general and applying it to nature. So I've had some really, really beautiful experiences doing this in nature. But I want to share with you guys today an experience I had with the ocean and what I learned about what to do when waves come. So... I was in Costa Rica uh, last summer and the place we were on on the beach was a really, I'm going to call it an aggressive beach. Uh, For example, there were times of the year when it actually wasn't even safe to be in and there were certain times of day where you could be in it, but you had to be extra cautious, right? So we were there at a time of year where it was safe, you know, it was considered safe by the authorities to get in the ocean but it had a really strong current. So it was one of those feelings of like, okay, so I know this is safe, but like I could, you could really feel the power of the ocean. So again, 
they did. I'm not, I wasn't doing something that was like against the rules. This was like approved, an approved beach to be on. But it was a beach where you could feel, you could really feel the pull of the, the current and also the waves at a certain time of the tide. The waves were just really like they could really uh, wash you over, you know? So in some ways, it's, it was really fun because I've been to other places in the ocean where it's just so relaxing all the time. There's just these little swells and that's it. But this one was so fun. And we had, you know, we had surf lessons. And for the first time in my life, I'd actually never surfed before. And it was so fun. So those those kinds of ways that have the power that you can actually surf on them is really great. And I had this just, it was this beautiful evening with my whole family. Uh, we had been with my kids me and my husband had just been playing with all four of our kids and just we'd sit in it and we'd like lay on our bellies and we'd let the waves just kind of tumble us over and then we'd let the waves kind of suck us back into the ocean a little bit so you know you know we never got deeper than I don't know our knees and thighs but we spent most of the time just laying on our bellies on the sand but it was so fun just kind of feeling the waves just kind of let us just roll us toss us around and then my husband Jeff took my two boys my younger children off out of the water and it was just me and my girls left in the water so my girls are a little bigger you know I felt like they're a little bit more capable of handling themselves in the water and we just waited out you know maybe to our belly buttons and we were just enjoying just kind of enjoying allowing ourselves to just kind of play in these waves kind of letting the waves tumble us over and I was able to take a few minutes and just kind of go inside myself. So we had got done playing, you know, I was feeling that just like, oh, it was like you feel after good meditation, but instead it had been play, you know, I was feeling really just like satisfied, connected, beautiful. If the sun was setting, so I was feeling all the, for me, transcendental moments oftentimes happen in moments of love, beauty, and truth. And I had two of those ingredients here. The, the scenery was beautiful. The ocean was beautiful. I was feeling really connected in love with my daughters who I was with at the time out there. So it was like a perfect setup for a transcendental experience. And I kind of felt myself slide into that um, introspective place uh, that, that I get when I meditate. And so I kind of, I just stood there in the ocean I put my hands on the surface of the water and I did what I often do when I meditate in nature and that is I kind of just ask the question in my mind for me it's kind of a prayer you know I'm, I'm kind of connecting there and then I say I just ask the question what can I learn here and it's the question I've asked so many times when I'm in nature and gotten really really beautiful answers and this is what I got so I'm standing there and the the thought came into my mind, stand and face the wave. So I did. I planted my feet in the sand and I like put my arms out and I felt just full, you know, like full ah, goddess power, you know, like, like warrior power. That's kind of what it felt like. I'm just standing there and I just faced, I was just facing the waves and I let them just kind of hit me in the chest. Maybe two or three waves came by and just hit me in the chest and I would move a little bit but not very much and it just made me feel really strong so I'm sitting there and I'm like "Mm, okay this is cool instruction yeah I like this I feel strong I feel like a warrior yeah I like it and the thought came to my mind sometimes when there are waves the best thing to do is plant your feet and face them 
in your own strength. Well, face them in strength was the message, not your own strength. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, that feels good, right? Like, oh yeah, okay, I like that. I can be strong, I can face waves. And I'm thinking of life, you know, yeah, you can just face it. Face it, put your arms out, stand strong, pull your shoulders black, back like we do in yoga. And just, yeah, confidence, mm, feels good. But then, it was interesting, I could feel, I could see a huge wave coming at me from farther away. And I was like, ooh, okay. And then I had come into my mind the the words of my surf instructor, actually, from the day before, who had said, you have to be smart. Like, he kept saying, you have to be smart. And he, what he was saying is, if the wave is too big, you're not going to try to go over the wave with your surfboard. You just got to get off and go under the wave, or else you're going to be tumbled and lose tons of uh, tons of your distance, right? So you have to judge the wave. And the wave I could see coming was going to be huge. I knew if I stood up to this wave, if I tried to plant my feet and have my warrior energy going on, I would just be tumbled, right? And so I heard that voice in my head, and it was just, be smart, go into the wave. So I did. I just, like, this huge wave came, and I just literally ducked my head into the water. And it was amazing. When I did that, my feet barely moved. So I really didn't lose very much ground. I just dipped under the water. And when I stood back up, the thought came to my mind, sometimes life is like that. You just have to be smart. Sometimes you just duck and let the wave roll over you. You don't have to take the brunt of the force of the wave that's coming at you. You can allow. For me, it felt like uh, kind of maybe sometimes we can let our ego go a little bit. We don't have to fight every fight. You know, we can simply just allow the whatever it is, the difficulty of any kind, let it roll over the top of us. We don't have to stand and fight all the time, right? So that felt like a really beautiful lesson to me. And I had moments that applied to my life come to my mind of, yeah, those are times where it's just like, I'm just fighting for ego, you know, you can just let those go, let it go, let it roll over my back and allow myself to stand in my, my own place if I can do that. And then this is then to me where things got really fascinating. So we have the two options so far with waves, right? Stand strong, do your peaceful warrior energy, let it hit you in the chest, knowing that you can take it like stand firm. The second one is sometimes you can just deck under, choose not to fight that fight and let it go over you, right? Which allows you to also stand, still stand in your own strength, but it's a different energy. And then this last one, oh man, this is fascinating to me. The last set of instructions I got was, okay, let yourself go totally limp in the water. So I did. I took a deep breath and I just laid like just face down in the water, arms out, and I let my limbs go completely loose. If you guys ever have done this in water, I actually love doing it. I love to do it in pools. I love to do it everywhere. It's really relaxing. Like you just try to literally let all of your muscles just totally go. And what happens when you're in big waves when you do that, it was really fascinating. I just got tumbled around, but I was holding my breath. So it wasn't like I was trying to breathe, right? And where this was, there was plenty of space in between waves. So there wasn't like a, the feeling where you can't breathe in between, you know, it was a really perfect place for this experiment. And 
I just allowed myself to get kind of like tumbled around in the waves. And yeah, my feet did not stand, stay where they were because my feet were floating. I didn't even stay close to where I started. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just, just being tumbled around. And then this is the message. This is the thought that came to my head was for healing, allow yourself to surrender. When it comes time to heal, just allow yourself to surrender. And the experience when I wasn't fighting against the waves or like trying to swim against them or be, I mean, for me, the connection here, metaphorically speaking, would be where you're just like task grinding progression all the time, no matter what, like a treadmill, I will never give up, you know, like that kind of energy. When you let go of that energy, when you're trying to heal and just allow yourself for a period of time, it doesn't mean forever. It maybe means for an hour or a whatever your season is where you just need to rest when you stop fighting the waves and this desire to push through every single one it actually was like a massage I mean it was beautiful it felt so good just to let the waves kind of move over me I mean it was it felt delicious actually like it was actually my favorite of all the three feelings just how it felt on my body. It felt so nice. And when I wanted to breathe, I just simply stood up, right? And I could go back to my warrior pose, or I could go back to just decking under the waves, or I could even want, if I say, if I was trying to surf for something, I could keep trying to like move out through the waves with focused progression in mind, right? And all of these ways are beautiful. The thing I learned was that none of these ways are bad. It's just simply there's a time for all of them. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So how this looks in real life, which kind of goes with the concept of seasons and cycles that our bodies and our lives move through seasons and cycles, just like the earth does, just like animals do. But moving backwards, what I learned from this, looking at my own life, is that there are times when I am maybe going through a wave that's really hard and what I need is healing and rest and so what that feels like is maybe surrendering with acceptance to this wave you know maybe it's something that's outside of my control and maybe it's just a simple matter of breathing through it you know what I mean like I'm I'm allowing myself I'm giving myself time lots of time to rest I'm doing practices of just seeing reality for what it is, letting go of things that I can't control, and simply being in alignment inside of myself, right? And doing lots of self-care, nurturing, nurturing myself from a place of deep, deep nourishment. So that could look like even the foods I'm feeding myself, or I'm giving myself things that I know help me nourish my soul, right? I'm taking the time to do things that I know feed my soul, which 
I know we've talked about this, but the concept of self-care, oftentimes we think self-care means just spending lots of money on our nails or our hair or something. And I know that that's what marketers want us to believe. But to me, self-care actually, uh, I mean, it can cost money, but rarely does the deep, deep, deep soul nourishing things actually really cost anything. It's more a matter of what is it that feeds my soul and am I carving out time for that feeding so that can look like solitude time that can look like time out in nature it can look like doing a yoga practice on your own taking a long bath whatever it is really it comes down to just taking time to feeding your own soul in a deep and restorative way for me that also looks like taking time to connect deeply with other adults in small groups one-on-one maybe maybe me with two other people but those are things that really feed my soul. So that in a time of healing, I'm going to be looking at things, lots, lots of that, and lots of rest. I actually recently have just experienced something that was really, really difficult. And, and it's interesting. I noticed my brain and my body need a lot more sleep. Like I'm sleeping probably two more hours than I do on a regular basis in just recovery from something that was really difficult emotionally right it wasn't difficult physically it was difficult emotionally and I noticed that in response my body and my brain actually need more physical rest and so I'm honoring that right what does that what does that mean just give yourself that rest so then moving backwards again with the one where we just duck under waves there are lots of things in our lives where I I think that we think we need And this isn't with everybody, honestly. It kind of depends on what your response to intense situations is. But I think sometimes it's easy just to want to just like, nope. To me, boundary setting means fighting always. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a, I'm just going to fight all the time. And for me, that kind of middle thing that I learned from the waves was we actually don't have to fight all the time, right? Like we can sometimes surrender things that are not that important to us because if we are set on always no matter what you know getting our way standing up for every single part where we're like no we're gonna have it that way we want it exactly like this and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand my ground until I get it that way that's not so much boundary setting to me as possible just when we start looking at every what's that one phrase when you look at everything as when we're holding a hammer, everything starts looking like a nail. You know, sometimes we get in that response of like, nope, I want it like this. I'm going to see it like this no matter what. And it really comes across more as rigidity and not so much healthy boundary setting, but just maybe combativeness or just wanting it our way. And so for me, there's some ego there too. We know ego is involved when we're dealing with lack, control, or attachment. And there's a lot of control for me sometimes there where it's like, no, but I want it this way. Um, so there's lots of times with that wave where you're just ducking under the wave where it's like, you know what? Actually, that's not important. And it's not something I can control. So I'm just going to let that one go. Right. You know what I mean? But to be clear, and this is why I'm really glad we're ending where we started. But to be clear, when I'm talking about here, letting go of things that are egoic or just things that we're trying to control, but we can't, for example, Ooh, this one, this one's probably for me, the biggest one, like honestly in my, my character, this one's the one I struggle with the most. I find myself oftentimes wanting to control how somebody feels. 
So it masks for me as it feels like altruism. Like I just don't want you to be in pain. So let me try to do stuff so you're not in pain. But what I found is actually developed, well, codependent behaviors inside of me. But in trying to spare other people from feeling their own feelings, I end up doing really unhealthy things. And as in like, I try to like bend over in weird ways to be like, oh yeah, don't feel that. Let me help you feel happy again. Not in just a let's have fun together, but in a way that like I'm uncomfortable with somebody else being sad way. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we do that a lot with our kids. It's just easy to do with our kids, even when they're babies. And we've talked about this exhaustively. So you guys are probably like, yeah, I already know (laughs) this, but I'm still learning it. And that to me is actually one of those situations where it's like the going under the wave, right? I practice daily and even after all my practice I still find myself sometimes wanting to protect other people from their own feelings and that is outside of my control and it's actually not even helpful my job as a parent is sincerely I deep down believe is to allow my children to feel whatever they're going to feel and I can be there in that space with them and show them that I am comfortable with it I am comfortable with their anger, with their sadness. I can allow them to feel those things. And when I'm comfortable with them to feel those things, I also can give myself that same thing. It's okay for me to be sad or angry or whatever feeling I'm feeling also and hold that same space for myself. Also other adults. As I practice that, you can feel that. You know, even if it's towards me, that one's a tricky one. If somebody's feeling angry towards me, right? Like I'm uncomfortable with that. I don't love it. I don't really love that feeling. However, I can allow somebody to feel that way, right? And for me, that's kind of what it feels like to just duck under a wave. That's out of my control. What I can do is focus what's happening inside of me. Where am I? Where am I? What am I feeling? How am I responding? And then we move on to where we started, which I think is a really important place because I don't want anybody to think that what I just said about ducking under waves means being a pushover or not setting healthy boundaries because allowing things that are outside of your control to move past you or not choose to fight over every small thing or try to control other people's emotions, that does not mean that you're just not setting healthy boundaries. So that's where we have that peaceful warrior energy that I learned in the first part of my moment with that ocean and that is that there are times that there are boundaries that are very important to us what we're okay with and what we're not okay with how we're okay with people treating us and how we're not okay with people treating us uh bernie brown says that boundaries are simply saying what we are okay with and what we're not so that is where we can plant our feet and when i say plant our feet it doesn't mean i have a sword in my hand right it just simply means i'm standing in my own truth right and I'm standing there and there still could be waves and people might be upset. The wave hitting my chest, a nice metaphor for that is people are going to respond in lots of ways to that. They might get a little offended at whatever that boundary is. They might simply like the water just easily move around, right? And say, yeah, I honor that boundary. That's, that's okay. Um, and either way, the cool thing about this is we're not responsible for managing other people's response to our boundaries, right? And so, you know, with our children, this looks like maybe the limit, the boundary that we're setting for them is that we're not going to let them hit their brother, 
You know what I mean? That's a boundary I'm going to hold over and over and over. Luckily, I don't really have to do that much anymore. My kids are getting older and I don't really have to do that. But when they were little, it was a lot of boundary holding. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd see that little fist come back. It's about to hit their little brother and I could easily go up. Well, sometimes I didn't get there in time. But if I was right there, I would simply just, with love, hold on to their little hand and say, I won't let you hit him, right? For me, that's an important boundary. I'm doing that for the child who's hitting and for the child who's being hit. It doesn't feel good for anybody. We can't hurt somebody else without hurting ourselves. So I'd simply just say, I won't let you do that. And sometimes that also meant, and I'm going to put you over here so that you guys are in separate places, you know? And But it doesn't have to be done with anger or with a sword. And boundaries doesn't mean you're dictating. A lot of times people get confused with, I set a boundary and that means that you have to do it, right? You have to, you have to obey the thing that I've set my boundary around. No, nobody has to do anything. We then get to choose what we are going to do. Boundary setting is about us, what we are going to do. It might mean that we need to remove ourselves from a situation, right? So if we're in a situation where we set what we consider a healthy boundary and that boundary is not being uh, respected, the problem isn't, okay, well, the other person needs to do something different. It's, no, what am I going to do with that? And that might mean I'm going to remove myself from the situation. And that's okay, right? To me, that was a really liberating thing in therapy. And I've heard, I can't, I don't want to quote them because I don't remember if it was Brene Brown who said that or if it was somebody else. But that was really liberating to me when I realized the boundary setting is not about controlling still what the other person does. It is making, setting what's okay with me. And then what is my response going to be if that doesn't happen? You know what I mean? Because it's up to me to follow through with that. And again, this doesn't mean I'm holding a sword. It doesn't mean I'm trying to hurt somebody. It doesn't mean I am reacting and even withdrawing love. I think you can set boundaries with lots of love. And I think even boundaries of, but I'm also not going to be here anymore (laughs) is also something you can really do with love. So that's something that I have learned about the concept of what it means to stand there, stand in your own strength, you know? And for me, that strength is totally connected to God. When I am connected to my own strength, I am aligned with God inside of me. And that's a beautiful place. And I think all three of these places, both standing in, like standing our ground with a healthy boundary, allowing ourselves to duck under things that we can't control or that aren't simply aren't worth the fight. And thirdly, allowing ourselves to fully surrender in a place of rest as we allow the waves to move over us, all those places, I think we can be in a place of love for all of them. So that's what I've learned. That's one lesson I learned from the ocean about waves, what to do with waves. So let me know what you guys think. If you have any experiences like this with waves in your own life and how you deal with them, um, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Terrilyn Griffin or uh, at Find the Magic Podcast. But I'd love to hear how it goes for you. Okay, let's find the magic. Postscript, everybody. I do not know how I didn't think of this. It didn't come to me when I was in the ocean, but this is a really important fourth way. <laughs> that we can approach the waves in our lives that's 
probably one of the most important ones. And literally, as I was typing up our show notes, it dawned on me so strong that I can't leave out this one. This one's important. Remember how I told you guys how I had taken surf lessons the day before? Riding the waves is so fun. We don't always have to be so serious about this. You know, sometimes it's not about standing your ground or ducking under them when your ego's involved or totally surrendering as you let yourself heal. But sometimes it's just fun to catch the right wave and go with it. And you go far when you catch the right wave, you know? So fun, whether you're body surfing or you're actually surfing. It is joyous to actually catch the momentum, use the power of that wave and just ride it. Oh yeah, so in our life, what does that mean? Sometimes let's just enjoy ourselves. Have it be the right timing and enjoy the flow of the wave. Go for it. Be on top of the wave. You don't have to go under it or through it or be thrashed by it. You can just right on top of it. So I think that's an important one to remember. (laughs) So let's not forget that. Thanks guys.